This is the Infinite Flow Show. The Infinite Flow Show. The Infinite Flow Show. The Infinite Flow Show. Where hip hop, the gospel, and sports intersect. Hey, hey. you think they don't get that first reference? Who we got? OG in the young bull, like sacrifice like a young bull. Jesus, Jesus, I'm a connoisseur, then I eat the body, I'm a carnivore. Drink the blood like a count, too many blessings can't count. Need an office of accountants, faith, faith, I'm moving mountains. Uh, life harder than don't bet the card. We just living for tomorrow, we just living for the Father. Change it up, why bother? Never switching, we ain't never switching. 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 Don't know what it means to be phony. No, I cannot eat that baloney. Excuse me, really, I'm just on it. And I got angel never lonely. Never switching, we ain't never switching. 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 I've been a fool since double O. Seven on Nintendo 64. If you say we switching, no, you playing games. Upgrading my System, but the truth the same. Spitting games to them Xboxes got me feeling holding like an Xbox. The world selling lies while I'm a window shopper. Heading the heavens like helicopters. Not me in the clouds like peers. We ahead like years. Never switching, never switching. Unless it's the clothes or the gears. Holy Ghost in my ear. All these spit is that fire. Cut from a different cloth, wicked these shears and the nail pierced hands. I'm Messiah. I'ma carry my cross, my cross, no faking. Right, every single rhyme about Christ, no drinking. Me, Shallow Hair, we ain't even gotta be. Sins got deleted. Email Hillary. Every knee, every knee, every knee gon' bow. His empire forever. You speak about power. Without him, you tripping, you feeling me, Mitchell. Cause you blowing smoke, but you need to check engine. Cause we've been in the wrong lane. We going the wrong way. We've been on the wrong wave. This ain't freedom, we slaves. We've been digging our graves. What's the worth of weak faith? Where's the part of just clay? At least that's what they say. You know you're right. I am incompetent. I am incapable. I am not confident. Yes, so unbreakable, not sustainable. Unsustainable, no very shakable. My circumstances aren't favorable. Disadvantage, unmistakable. I can do it. This ain't meant for me. Woo! This ain't relatable. No, I know I'm meant for greatness. Taking notice from the greatest. Hate us, but you can detain us. You know that he will sustain us. Like I found a hiatus. Embracing whatever awaits us. Oh no, you will not contain us. Had the baggage, now I'm weightless. I ain't on my way down. I'm just on my way now. They told me I can't make it. This ain't up to me, stay patient. Are you on my way down? I'm just on my way now. They told me I can't make it. This ain't up to me, stay patient. Paper move a mountain's head. Paper move a mountain's head. Paper move a mountain's head. There ain't nothing in my way. Yeah, paper move a mountain's head. Paper move a mountain's head. Paper move a mountain's head. There ain't nothing in my way. Get up, get up, yeah, you know what's up. About to work the block, I got work the clock. They sleeping, wake them up. Cause I'm revved up, revved up, revved up. Yeah, you know what's up. How you change the game when they change the chains? Whipping lanes, big frames, light them up. Light up, light up, show them lights and up. That's why I roll around when they loading rounds. And they push a pound at that truck when I pull up. When I pull up, yeah, you know what's up. About to work the block like I work the clock. They sleeping, wake them up, let's light it up. When they say you too live, and if you a pie on the scale. Dimitching your drive, saying that you'll never fail. How do you do it? Who's your influence? I said, dog, you really can't tell? I got a DWI, dining with him, and you well, the one at the well. Young black man will rebel one day when he fell, when he bell. Cause they know that he sells and Sally seashells. She got the details and up. Knock at the door, let's get to it. Low key, no key balls in the music. So you ain't taking off, you make the Microsoft. Now they hate the way I excel and rock. Well, we know amigos pushing kilos for that green. Just call them CeeLo, they ain't quitting Tarantino. That's a free throw for people who see plenty in Sin City. Grindhouse, moving semis for death, desperado stopping Jimmy. So him, clearly. If you think they faking, then you mistaken. Hard way, keep them chasing. No pigs, but they getting bacon. Heartache. Because they just don't know what they missing. You might be this morning, we're in Revelation chapter 3. We're going to look at verses 7 through 13 as we look at the address to the church in Philadelphia. The church in Philadelphia. Um, as we've gone through the uh, um, 
the seven churches. We haven't completed quite yet. This is the sixth church address that uh, Jesus is uh, is providing the Apostle John. And so we went through Ephesus and then Smyrna and then Pergamum and then Thyatira and then Sardis. And now we get to Philadelphia. For those who aren't here with us this morning, I've put up a map and on the map you can see what was known as Asia Minor, but now it is the the land or the country of Turkey. And the churches that are being addressed are on the western portion of Turkey. And you're really looking at kind of a uh, inverted U shape as uh, Jesus starts his address to Ephesus, which is a church that was on the southwestern portion of Asia Minor. And then he works his way up to Smyrna and then Pergamum, and then he comes back down to Thyatira, Sardis, and then Philadelphia is more on the eastern portion um, of this this uh, location that uh, that he's writing to. But the church at Philadelphia, um, Philadelphia is known as what? The city of brotherly love. It was a church that was known for its love. And so that's where we get our city here in the United States, Philadelphia, which is on the East Coast. It's known as the Church of Brotherly Love or the City of Brotherly Love, I should say. And so as Jesus is writing, here's the very first thing that he says to this particular church. And he's, again, speaking to the angel of the church, which is the pastor of the church. And here's the very first thing that Jesus says. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, these are the words of the Holy One, the true one who has the key of David, who opens and no one will shut, who shuts and no one opens. As as you have gone through with us through these addresses to the church at the beginning, Jesus identifies himself and provides characteristics of who he is. And right here, he identifies and he says, these are the words of, first and foremost, the Holy One. Second, the true one or the one who is truth. And third, who holds the key of David. This is the thing that we should know first and foremost about God. God is what? Holy. And the Bible indicates this, that he is holy and he desires his people to be holy as well. And so our God is holy. He is righteous. He is also one who is true. He holds truth. And so he is not like individuals or like human beings who lie. But everything that he says and provides is true. And so just understand and realize that the God that you serve is a holy God and he is a God of truth. But note what it says. He also holds the key of David who opens and no one will shut and shuts and no one opens. Now you might say, what does he mean by that? What does he mean by he has the key of David? If you look up at the screen, you'll see a key there. And oftentimes, what does a key do? It unlocks, but it also locks. And so when, for example, we leave our homes, we lock our door, but then when we come back, we unlock the door so that we might enter. And so he indicates that he holds the key of David, but he's not talking about a literal key. This is not something which he actually has a key that is opening something. And so what does this figurative key open, shut, or unlock and lock? And see, we have to understand the symbolic language here. What it's indicating is this, that Jesus figuratively holds the keys to the kingdom of God. And he can open the kingdom or he can lock the kingdom, either allowing access to individuals or denying access. And see, if you go back to the book of Genesis, the very first thing that we see is Adam and Eve have been created by the Lord God. We see that God gives them specific instructions. And what are those specific instructions? That they should not what? Eat 
of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But they they uh, disregarded the word of the Lord and they disobeyed him. And what in essence happened is they were now cast out from the very presence of the Lord out of his paradise. And thus the keys to heaven were locked so that they no longer have access. But when Jesus died on the cross, he reopened the kingdom of heaven. And all those, despite their sinful human condition, those who have turned obediently unto God, have submitted unto his word, and who walk in a manner worthy of him, they will now be provided access to the kingdom of heaven. But who holds those keys? It's Jesus. Jesus is the one who allows humanity to have access or he denies them access to heaven. Jesus has the power and the authority. And so if you go and you look throughout the pages of scripture, you see that Jesus has been given authority. So in Matthew chapter nine, verse six, for example, it says this, but so that you may know it is the son of man who has what? Authority to forgive sins. Jesus has full authority. In Matthew chapter 10, verse one, Jesus summons the 12 disciples and you know what he does? He gives them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out, to cure every disease and every sickness. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, it says this, and Jesus came and he said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to whom? To him, to me. I have full authority. And so the God that we serve has authority over all things. He is creator over all. He has control over all. And he has control to access or, or open, unlock the kingdom of heaven so that we who are followers of him, those who have submitted their lives unto him, have access to the kingdom, to be in his presence. And so I don't know about you. I take comfort in that. I take comfort in knowing that my God has full authority over all things. Infinite Flow Show, where hip-hop, the gospel, and sports intersect. Well, March Madness is in full effect. I don't know about you guys, but this time of year is my favorite time of the year when it's concerning sports. Um, I mean, you can talk about uh, NFL playoff season and leading up to the Super Bowl. You can talk about Major League Baseball in the fall, uh, NBA. But this time, the NCAA basketball tournament, March Madness, is by far my favorite time of the year. My wife will tell you, when it comes to March I'm going to be on the couch watching games during this time. So I, I'm excited about, about this time frame. Um, if you haven't been watching, man, you have missed some really, really good games. I mean, some, I mean, incredible, incredible games. And, you know, starting off with, you know, just the whole, the whole tournament. When I look at this tournament, one of the things that I enjoy about it is this. It, you, first and foremost, you get to see the highs and the lows, the joy, the heartache, performance coming up short. I mean, you get to see all of those things, the ebbs and flows of sports and, you know, being able to be challenged, working through adversity. You get to see all of that. And especially when kids, I mean, and, and 
I look at it, man, these are, you know, I, I call them kids, but these young guys, you know, who are 18, 19, 20 years of age, watching these guys perform at the highest level on the biggest stage, and you get to see some incredible performances. I love it. I enjoy it. And so this is my my favorite time of the year. You know, the very first thing I want to talk about, you know, specifically is upsets. Now, inevitably, you're going to have some upsets when it comes to the NCAA tournament. You, you're going to have some teams and I, I, I feel, I fill out a bracket every year just to see, okay, this is who I think. And then I follow it through. But this year I, I did the same and inevitably you're going to have some ups, upsets, some people that you think there's no way they're going to win a game. And then for some reason, somehow, some way they win a game. The one upset that I don't think anybody saw, I don't care. I don't care who you are, unless you pick teams by colors for some reason. Middle Tennessee State in that that really um, outgoing, gregarious blue that they had. I mean, it was pretty actually pretty sweet uniform. But they ended up beating Minnesota. I I don't think anybody saw that coming. Um, they're a good team from the Conference USA. They had a great season, but I thought Minnesota because they had played well coming down the stretch. From the Big Ten, I thought, okay, that's a game that they're going to win and they're going to move forward. And Middle Tennessee snuck on, snuck up on them and bit them. Uh, so that was a, that was a good win uh, for Middle Tennessee State. Uh, but again, I didn't think anybody saw that. Another game that I actually had it in my bracket. I had USC beating SMU. I know people are t- looking at me and and saying you're you're crazy. I even though I went to Rice University. I'm a huge, huge, growing up in Los Angeles, huge SC Trojans fan. And so I had SC beating SMU and they, they were down big and came back. And that's another thing that you see. You, you really get to see what type of teams and the attitudes that these guys have when they get down, when there's adversity, what do they do? Do the, do the guys, just fall and succumb to the adversity or do they rise up and they play through it? And SC, I don't care what you say. You can say they're a football school. You know, they don't, they're not a basketball school, but the guys on the team, they rose up and they played. Um, Elijah uh, Stewart, Jordan McLaughlin, Chemezi Metu. I mean, all of the guys, they stepped up and played their behinds off to get back into the game and then jump out ahead and then close it out. So big win for the Trojans. Uh, my UCLA friends, I know they're thinking, yeah, they're not going to make it. They're not going to keep going. I'm uh, right now. SC is playing Baylor. I am. I have picked them to beat Baylor. Again, people can say I'm crazy. Baylor's athletic and big and et cetera, et cetera. But um, I don't know. There's something special about this SC tre- SC uh, basketball team. The other the other thing is Nova lost Villanova, the overall number one seed lost to Wisconsin. Now, some might say that's not really that big of an upset, but it, it is an upset. I mean, when you're the number one seed, the overall number one seed and you lose in the second round, I would call that an upset. But Wisconsin, you know, again, another Big Ten team. I didn't, I wasn't sure how Wisconsin was going to, to play in the tournament, especially coming down the, down the stretch. I didn't think they were playing that well. Their best player from the last couple of years, Nigel Hayes, I didn't think he was playing relatively well, but they, uh, they've kind of come out and really, you know, took it to some teams in this first couple of rounds. Um, so big win for Wisconsin and, uh, Good to see them move forward for Villanova. I'm sure there's heartache. And here's the thing about it. You know, I'm sure, again, number one seed overall. They won it last year. So I'm guessing people are thinking, oh, they're going to be able to get back again. But it's difficult to go back to back. It's difficult to have, you know, that same intensity, that same drive and moving forward to try to get to um, you know, that championship game again. But uh, hey, hats off to Nova. Had a good season. 
but uh, just came up a little bit short. Being different is the first impression. I don't need to know your side impressions. Hidden figures, you better count them. Great goose, you losing balance. I'm, I'm, I'm skywalking in Clone Wars, trained by the Yoda. Hold up. You can hear me in the crowd. What voice so? I don't need your approval, cause I know that fantasy is proven. Yeah, catching the red eye, hustle while I'm on the plane. Jedi order. Yeah, duffel bag full of gummy bears. Hold up, wait up, hold up. Your true colors don't match the gummy bears. Mm-hmm. I'm serving first, so I get the point that it's never about me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm the nerd boy, rocking skinny ties in the Jordan 13th. They see me taking, taking classes up in Harvard. Driving in my own lane with my sports yeah, Lana Banana. Did nothing to charm her. Conversations at the genius bar saying you. You're a liar, you're a loser, and the truth ain't nowhere near you. When you try to break me, I come but 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 showing nothing that you do to kill me. You should try a little harder to survive you defeated. I'm sorry, I'm not sorry, but you lose again. You lose again. You lose again. You lose again. I'm sorry, I'm not sorry, but you lose again. 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 As it rang, I thought I was growing up, but I'm still playing these games. I thought I knew how I felt, and whether I'd say it, I see your eyes are just melting. I know I can't really fake it. I'm on the east side, chilling in the suburbs. East side, chilling in the suburbs. East side, chilling in the suburbs. East side, yeah. Trying to be frank. Deep in this ocean, at night I start to paint These deep songs with emotion, I don't know how you've been living But lately I'm tired, I got classes on the regular It's not my desire, I keep it low-key Depressed, I'm a mess, gotta get out of Dodge Not a truck, but my bed I've been restless, fighting with sleep Is that insomnia? I've been dreaming of you, what you remind me of? Angel, take a different approach, man, the angle Ain't been lining up with mine, it's just a fable A story that I wrote in my mind You know you're one of a kind, you're so fine, I won't lie I wish I could have been the one to pick you up when you're down Wish I could have been your Sherlock, lost but you found Wish I could have been your senses, sight and your sound Wish I could have been the lifeguard that dated you East side, chilling in the suburbs East side, chilling in the suburbs East side Chillin' in the suburbs, east side Telling fibs to you. <laughs> See, they will never reach the pinnacle of their music careers if they're on the block being criminals. Now, I ain't saying that they would never doubt that, but they claim they live it now and dog, I highly doubt that. I roam alone in the shadow, the road it be narrow. I switch my apparel, then fill in the gaps though. Left in the tack mode, something missing my grasp so. My homies ain't got no hope, they trapped in the trap so. I gotta inspire, bring in the fire. And I can't be lying when I tell them I go hard for the cause and I'm going back in. Going to my church, but still going to ring. Go against 300, going, throw me the sling. Aim it at a record label, playing the same old thing. 
If I don't get a thing, then I'm A-OK. The kids gon' play safe, cause K's don't spray. I know sometimes things don't ever go your way, but that's OK. Keep that faith. Be that great. Talk that talk, cause our position is healthy. Knowing it, it cannot mount me. I'm in the kitchen just sweat. Don't let me go. I don't want to be another memory. I don't want to be another song. I don't really know what's gotten into me. I just want my trust in Lord. I don't want to be another memory. I don't want to be another song. I don't really know what's gotten into me. Yeah. I just want my trust in Lord. You started a rapping over when I asked for more. And when you ask for my passion, Lord, I just laugh it off. Like it's too much to talk about that you're asking for. But I can ask for more. I just want my trust in yeah. So we see here that Jesus indicates that he is the one who is holy, who is true, and has full authority. But then as he speaks to the church of Philadelphia, he talks about the deeds of the church. And he says this at verse 8, I know your works. Look, and I have set before you an open door, which no one is able to shut. Again, remember, he has the keys to what? He has the keys to the kingdom. And so he is able to open the keys and no one is able to shut it except him and him alone. And so he goes on and says this, and I know that you have but little power and yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. Jesus indicates to this church that I know your works. I know your deeds. See, Jesus is knowledgeable concerning who we are and what we done, have done. He is knowledgeable of who you are and what type of individual you are, your character, your nature, your essence. He knows who you are. And as he speaks to this church, he is telling them, I know your deeds. And I know that you have but little power. See, Jesus understands that this church was a church that was little in numbers and little in strength. And yet, despite them being a church that didn't have very many numbers, they weren't strong as far as the number of individuals that were found within the church. They didn't have very much strength within the community that they found themselves in. Yet he commends them and he says this, yet you have kept my word and you have not denied my name. See, despite the fact that these were individuals that were in this church didn't have very much, they kept the word of God. And what he means by kept the word of God, they tended to the word of God. They were devoted to the word of God. They held firm and actually followed the commandments of God's word. See, they found themselves, this church in Philadelphia, this church found themselves in a community in which they were being persecuted because of their faith. They were being persecuted because they were indicating that we are going to follow God. We are not going to come and follow uh, Caesar or follow Rome, but we are going to follow one Savior and one Savior only. And who was that? Jesus. That's who we're following. And so they were devoted to the word of God. And see, the scripture, the scriptures indicate this. That Christ's followers should not should be not only hearers of God's word, but what? Doers of God's word. That's this church. They kept the word of God. That should be something that encourages us. That when we read through the pages of scripture, it's not just a fairy tale. It's not just a good story that we listen to. But it's something that we apply to our very lives. I want to be a doer of God's word, not just a hearer of God's word. But then he also says this, but you have not denied my name. They did not deny the name of Jesus. They were faithful and committed to obedience and submission unto Christ. Thus, again, when they were under pressure, 
by those in authority. They did not reject Jesus. They did not allow the majority to influence their walk and commitment to follow Jesus. See, everyone, everyone is required to what? Hear the word of God and be a doer of the word of God. And if you are a Christ follower, there is no option there. Everyone is called to follow God's word. And see, this should speak to us. This should speak to us by the fact that everyone who acknowledges Jesus and acknowledges the Father in heaven, he is the one who will acknowledge uh, acknowledge your Father or acknowledge the Father in heaven for you. That's why the Bible says this. Everyone, therefore, who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before others, I also will deny my Father in heaven. And so it speaks to the fact that we are called to be followers of Jesus Christ. And see, by following Jesus Christ and acknowledging him and not denying him, he will not deny us before the Father in heaven. And that's what this church did. And so they kept the word of God and they did not deny his name, Jesus Christ. And so the Bible indicates this at verse nine. Therefore, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews and are not, but are lying. I will make them come and bow down before your feet and they will learn that I have loved you. I have loved you. And so the enemies of God, he calls them the synagogue or the congregation of Satan. These were the individuals who were found within the congregation of Satan. They weren't found within the congregation of God. And Jesus says a couple of things. He says this, these individuals who were found within the congregation of Satan, they are liars. See, they are not people of truth. And then he also says this, that he would make these individuals come down and bow down before God's people. And this would prove that God loved the church. He loved the people who were found within his congregation. And so what he is doing is he is setting, in essence, this comparison, the enemies of God versus the people of God, the congregation of Satan versus the congregation of God. And God is saying this, I love my people. Despite what you are going through, despite all the pressures, the attacks, I love you and I am going to take care of you. And at some point in time, those people or individuals who are the enemies of me, they are going to bow down before you. And it's going to demonstrate my love for you. The Infinite Flow Show, where hip-hop, the gospel, and sports intersect. Uh, one of the things that we're, we're, we've seen throughout this basketball season when it comes to collegiate are freshmen and freshman stars. I can't remember the last time I've seen so many good freshmen and I mean, guys who can play guys who are at the top of their, their class, but not just their class, but at the top of all of collegiate basketball. I mean, you got some guys who are, are really good. I mean, Markel Fultz, he's not in this tournament, but I mean, he's super fantastic. Lonzo Ball, uh, Josh Jackson from KU. Um, I, I mean, the list goes on and on. But look at the freshmen who are playing huge roles on their team as you get into this March Madness season. The very first guy I want to talk about is Josh Jackson. I just watched KU 
uh, Kansas and they played uh, Michigan State. And I'll talk about Michigan State in a minute. But Kansas, I mean, first and foremost, is really good. Frank Mason is, you know, a terrific lead guard. Um, I mean, they've got some guys who can shoot it, who can drive it. But Josh Jackson, dude, is the truth. I mean, he can handle the ball. He shoots the three. He um, he drives. He's athletic. Rebounds. I mean, he can he can play his behind off, and he had a superb game against Michigan State. But on the flip side, again, they play Michigan State, and the game the the game was close. If you looked at the score, the final score, you would say, ah, that that wasn't much of a game because the final score was ninety to seventy. However, it was close throughout the game until you got to the last five minutes, and then KU just started ripping off threes, um, and then they just pulled away. But Michigan State, I don't think, um, well, first and foremost, Miles Bridges, um, he's their, their star of their team. He's a freshman, um, had a really good game, solid game, you know, can shoot it, drive it. He's, he's a forward and he's a load if, you know, trying to play him one on one down low. So he can do a little bit of everything as well, similar to Josh Jackson. And I didn't realize that they grew up together and they've known each other since grade school. So I'm sure that was a, a fun battle and a lot of smack talking there. But with Michigan State, you got Miles Bridges, got a kid from Alabama named Josh Langford who can shoot it. I mean, he could stroke it. Um, and then their point guard, his name is Cassius Winston. Another kid from Michigan, and he too grew up with Josh Jackson and Miles Bridges, and so they've known each other. But Cassius Winston is another kid from from Michigan State. I think, quite honestly, he he comes off the bench, but he plays significant minutes. I think he's better than their starting point guard, but another good freshman off of Michigan State. And then they have a, a center. His name is Nick Ward, who's just a beast. Um, Michigan State, you know. You know, they started off slow at the beginning of the year, but they, they picked it up, obviously made it to the tournament. I doubt Bridges is going to come back, but if he does come back, look out. Michigan State is going to be ridiculous next year with Bridges, Langford, Winston, and Ward. If they all come back and try to go for that championship, they are going to be tough to handle next year. But then continue on, you know, you look at UCLA, UCLA's got Lonzo Ball, TJ Leaf, um, you know, you don't even have to say much about those guys. They've been at at the top of their game throughout the year. Um, Duke has Jason Tatum, um, another forward wing, athletic, can shoot it, um, probably is going to be a one and done kid. Um, but there, there's a kid that many people probably don't know much about. His name is Zach Collins. He's a center, goes to Gonzaga, and he was all conference this year as a freshman. He can play. Um, he's a big who is a, a low down low. He rebounds. He can shoot it a little bit. Um, I mean, he's a kid who there's going to, as Gonzaga, I think Gonzaga is going to move forward a couple of rounds. I'm not sure if they're going to get to the championship round, but they're going to move forward a couple of rounds and people are going to be able to see this kid play and see how good he is. Um, Arizona has got two freshmen, Raleigh Alkins and Laurie Markanen. Uh, Markanen reminds me of Dirk Nowitzki. Um, tall, uh, European, seven foot can stroke it from the outside. He can really shoot. Um, I think he needs to get a little bit tougher, a little bit, you know, fill out a little bit more. Um, but he's, he's going to be very good at the next level. And then finally, Kentucky, man, Kentucky always has freshmen, right? Like every year they get like a new batch of freshmen. And so like they have freshmen come in and they leave and then they bring in another batch and then they leave and then they bring in another batch. It's like, it's like a revolving door, right? But they got a point guard whose name is De'Aaron Fox, who's super lightning quick. Uh, needs to maybe slow down a little bit, uh, but he is so fast. Got a kid, Malik Monk, who arguably is the one of the best shooters um, in collegiate basketball. He's he's probably going to be a one and done. And then they got a center, Bam Adebayo, who's really good. So the freshman this year and the freshman in this specific tournament – 
Um, I mean, they are dynamite. They are outstanding. So it's going to be interesting to see them play and how they perform as they continue to move forward um, in the tournament. Now, here's my question for you. With all that being said, who wins it? Who you got that's going to win it? Now, again, I, I, I told you previously that I've, I've done my bracket and I've got two Pac-12 teams going to the championship game. You know, you always hear about this East Coast bias. I'm, I got my West Coast bias, I guess. But I got UCLA and Arizona going to the championship game and I got Zona winning it, Arizona winning it. Um, but who do you have? Which team do you have going to the championship games or the championship game and winning it? Well, I guess we'll all figure this out. We'll check back in a couple of weeks uh, to see how your bracket goes, how my bracket goes, and to see who the all-around championship or champion is. But it's going to be exciting. Flowing in Jehovah's name, focused on the hope and change. The chosen felt Jehovah's pain. Far from thrilling, overcame the sin inside a human frame. This is why Jehovah came to take the sinners guilt and blame. Street runners and street hustlers for coke and paper. And my bodega, my hope and prayer, they know the savior. What a tragedy, monsters hold capacity. The sinners dead, their gravity, dead and wretched formality. In front of deadly stores, they can't play anymore. What they selling for the sinners side of man will destroy you more. What you paying for? I'm praying more that they meet the Lord and believe him more. Then we feed the poor and take heed to yours and redeem the core. The elite, we reach to meet the feast and bring the peace Defeat the beast and raise the beef for me so we can reach the streets No later, cold labor with no vapors My soul box in them street corners and bodegas So nuts, hot rhymes and cold cuts Pushing hope to us, I'm a sinner saved, no bluff We bring you remedy, fighting demonic entities Praying for godly tendencies, craving the Christ who welcomed me Resurrected me, the dead invested in treachery The perplexity, humans horrifying their legacy Dead in man's affections, emotional deceptions Devotions give direction to a Spiritual dimension, we need the word of God. Christ took me out the grave. It's every godly man's authority. There's life in every page. This is more than rapping, trapping, having a boat. Homeboy, it's your soul that concerns us the most. There's one who came to free us. His holy name is Jesus. He formed us into leaders. He's the resurrected teacher. Morality will definitely keep you out of jail. But it's the blood of Jesus Christ that keeps you out of hell. Morality will plunder. The youth are going under with your ratchet. Got you clapping in the air like it was thunder. Am I a believer or one with a deceiver? Feel I really could. Be either, but I'm leaning towards evil when I look at my heart. I see it's darker than a dawn. Cheetah, won't we all God's people? Well, I'm lost in this fog, deep in the dawn. Sleeping can all see him at all. Weeping, I fall at the thought of how feeble and flawed we as a people are. Nah, just me. I so easily fall, and I don't want to be a fraud. I sit and read the songs. Next day, I'm peeping on some people on my TV telling me what I believe is wrong. Should I believe them all? Lean to what my preachers always preaching on this walk with God. I don't know where my feet belong. Uh, is this a season I fall in upon? Used to be decently warm, now it's like the breeze is gone. 
But still I be keeping on, refuse to be defeated Tell the enemy I'm declaring war Don't know where I've been at, trying to find my way back Lost amongst the people like a needle in a haystack Feeling one with the world, wandering off the pay path Prodigal son straying, trying to get my faith back For I fade to black underneath where my grave's at Gnashing my teeth, weeping, asking where the grace is at Man, I need my face slap. Wake me out the snap, snap, straight back ASAP. I know I've been wrong, one with the world you hold in your palm. Take control before I'm totally gone. I got a family to form, gotta be a man of the Lord instead of one with the lawless one. I should be focusing on my walk with the holy one that's lacking. I've been totally slacking, admittedly, but honestly, I feel like all with the passion been dwindling. The light is gonna dim again. Think the fire need kindling, need the faith of a child, just like when I was a kid again. Instead of me slipping up in the sin again, I should be listening for that whisper within from him again, but. I ain't hearing anything. And so at verse 10, he indicates what his reward is for those who are like the individuals found within the church of Philadelphia. At verse 10, he says this. And because you have kept my word of patient endurance, I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world to test the inhabitants of the earth. Again, because these individuals in the church of Philadelphia, because they tended to the word of God, because they were devoted to the word of God and they held firm to the commandments of God. He was going to allow them to bypass. He was going to keep them from the hour of trial. Now, what does that mean? The hour of trial. It doesn't mean that as Christians, we don't experience heartache and go through trials and tribulations. You can see that the church has gone through trials and tribulations. You can see as individuals, individuals experience heartache and pain. But here's the thing. When he talks about the trial or that hour of trial, he is talking about the time of judgment and we will be kept from judgment. Why? Because we have been found faithful to Christ. Again, I go back to the example Think about Adam and Eve. When Adam and Eve sinned, they were what? Separated from God. But when Jesus Christ comes and he dies, Jesus allows or provides a bridge that allows humanity to cross that bridge, to cross sinfulness, to bypass what is uh, uh, should be expected for those who have denied him who have been found sinful. And he says, I will allow you to cross that bridge so that you can be reconnected to God. And so that's what we see up on the screen is that the wages of sin is death. Sinfulness leads to death. But Jesus Christ allows sinful humanity to cross over and to be freed from sin and to be freed from the results of sin, which is death. And so because they have been faithful, because they have tended to the word of God and been devoted, they will be spared from that hour of trial. God would keep them from spiritual death while those who have denied Christ, they would experience spiritual death. And that's why the Bible indicates in Romans 6, 23, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Through whom? Through Christ Jesus. That's a reward for the faithful. That's a reward. And so that's why he's saying, here is the reward for you, Church of Philadelphia. Those who have been patient, who have endured, you will be kept from the hour of trial. And so at verse 11, he says, and I am coming soon. Hold fast to what you have so that one so that no one may seize your crown. If you conquer, I will make you a pillar in the temple of my God. You will never go out of it. I will write on you the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem that comes down from my God out of heaven and my own new name. Let anyone who has an ear listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches. And so, what is the reward for those who hold fast? Well, he says this, there's this crown, this crown. Paul talks about a crown of righteousness that will be given to those who are found 
faithful. And so there's a crown that that will be given to those who are faithful. But then Jesus says this, and you will be made a pillar within the temple of God. What does a pillar do? It stands. It creates a foundation. And he is saying this, you will be a foundation within the community or within the heavenlies. You will be found permanently there. That's what a column does. A column or a pillar stands permanently and it holds whatever it is that it is holding as a firm foundation. And so they will be a pillar. He also says you will be in the presence of God within his kingdom. And again, I don't know about you, but I want to be found within his very presence. I don't want to be away from God. I want to be firmly planted in his presence. And so he says, you will be found. I will write my name on you. The name of the city of God will be placed upon you. But then finally, he says this, that you will be God's. You will be his prized possession. My own new name will be written on you. See, it, it kind of reminds me, if you if you ever uh, look at, for example, uh, I went to school down in Houston, Texas, and so the rodeos and you know cows and herding and all of that stuff was uh, very prevalent down there. And you every once in a while you will see cows they will be branded and what what's the brand that they will put on there they will put the name of the owner on there and that's just, that's what he's saying here he goes i am going to write my name on you you will be whose mine my prized possession people will know that you are mine and so the encouragement is this continue to be faithful And you will have a crown of righteousness. You will be made a pillar in the heavenlies. You will be in my presence for eternity. And you will be mine. My prized possession. And at the end of this particular um, announcement to the church of Philadelphia, he says this. And let anyone who has an ear listen to what the spirit is saying to the churches. He who has an ear, let him listen. Again, the word of God is spoken and it's not just to be heard, it's to be done. It is to be applied to our lives. And so Jesus is encouraging the church to continue on, to listen to what the spirit is saying. And if you apply it to your life, there is a great reward for you. Amen. Let's pray. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. We will have new episodes every two weeks. So come back and join us for the Infinite Flow Show, where hip hop, the gospel, and sports intersect.